Hey, I'm Brenna. And I'm AC. And welcome to An Obsessive Nature, where we're geeks, but we're also writers now. Robbie, do you want to try introing since you actually listen? And you know the format? Oh. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Well, we don't really have an actual <laughs> intro that is cohesive and makes sense, so. <laughs> I would literally just be like, hi, everyone. Uh, welcome That's back. literally what we okay. do. <laughs> like, that would be it. You un- <laughs> no, you guys have like, you guys have like a flow to it. Like, you guys feel like podcasters. Like, when I listen to you, I oh, don't have God. That. I think that's Quality all in your now. brain. Because every time I intro yeah, and I then I so listen too. back to Brenna introing, I'm like, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> that's yeah. why we have that really uh, bad actual intro we recorded that we just put on the front of every episode. Oh, no, cute. I think that intro's cute. Oh, Jake. All right. Hey, guys. <laughs> Today, we are going to talk about underrated females in music. Because we talked about underrated females in TV, I guess underrated characters, female characters in TV and movies mm-hmm. and books, etc. And we want to talk about music. So that's what we're doing. And we have a special guest. It's AC. She's Hello. here. But also, <laughs> also my friend Robbie, who's like the most supportive person Hello, ever. Everyone. So he's great. Dan. I try to be. And you talked about him in the last episode briefly. So it was like a nice little amuse-bouche to be fancy about it. Yeah. Yeah. Every time, every time, like, I get mentioned, I'm like, am I a celebrity? And I just don't know. It. Oh, so yes. Like 20 you people totally you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I felt like, like, all week. I'm like, I'm a celebrity. Like, I'm coming on to a podcast. Okay. Your YouTube channel had better videos than people okay. starting out that I've ever seen. So it's fine. Thank oh. you. I appreciate that. I tried. <laughs> I had a lot of fun with it. And then just. I went back to school and work, and I'm just like, I just don't even want to do it. YouTube, YouTube seems like so much work. It's so much work. Oh. It's so much work. Editing one video that was like 10 minutes long took me like 10 hours. Yep. Yeah. Yay. Well, Damn. we should probably talk about our last episode. We, we, we said everyone vote, and now that's And now over, Biden's so going to be our president. Not according to everyone in the that's Trump so administration, exciting. but according to America, so that's and fine with me. According to the oh laws. Fine with me. According to the yeah, laws, like yes. It, <laughs> All those dead people that voted, those like five dead so people, annoying. that's not going to help. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's what happens every time they do something like that. They call fraud or whatever. It's like they look into it and it's like non-existent. <laughs> it's like, here we go again. It's every election. It's just a different. No reason. Yeah. I actually have a perfect segue from this into our podcast topic. Um, mm. Let's just take a moment to think about how incredible it is that we're replacing Mike Pence with Kamala Harris, who I think is an underrated female. Beautiful. Um, Mm-hmm. Exactly, and she's definitely going to be going up against a lot of the like horrible media treatment that a lot of the women we're talking about today have gone through. Um, but mm-hmm. the on CNN they were talking about um, how we really haven't talked about like what she's wearing or like the stuff mm-hmm. that we literally always talked about Hillary with. Like n- the only thing is really like her Converse, which is kind of she made that kind of her own. So like it, we're already sort of moving forward. So. Yeah, she feels very down-to-earth, too. Like, it's weird. I think she dresses more like me than the normal politician, which is crazy. 
I mean, yeah. I could never pull off that white power suit. Oh my, oh my god. Suffragette <laughs> white? Oh, you totally could. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, powerful women. Number one, Kamala Harris, and then we'll move on to our other one. Someone else start talking. I can keep, I can go. I just can't start. Okay. Um, well, we can talk about the guilty pleasure thing. That's something we've touched on in other episodes before. Um, like, why, why do we yeah. think that women are sort of written off as guilty pleasures? It's so, so bizarre to me. Like, there are so many incredible women in music who are so talented. And I would argue that there are more talented women in music than talented men. Mm -hmm. And they just do not get the accolades or the attention or the credit that they deserve at all. They're always like a guilty pleasure. And I, I don't know why, like, uh, like little mix, one of the, uh, groups that we're talking about, they talked about that in an interview once, uh, the interviewer had a question like a, about them being people's guilty pleasures. And I'm pretty sure it was Jesse who was like, well, I don't want to be someone's guilty pleasure. She was like, we are all so talented. Like, why do I have to get pegged down to, like, your guilty pleasure? Like, why can't I just openly be one of your favorite yeah. acts? <laughs> yeah. We were both just smiling the whole time while you were talking. <laughs> and it's just, like, it really is weird. I don't get it. Like, And I... Like, it's almost like, like, like Britney Spears, for example, like, I know when I was younger, like, I've always loved her, mm. but like, when I was younger, and like, especially when I was in the closet, I was like, no one can <laughs> but she's like my number one. But like, why? But she was like the biggest pop star in the world. Like, why should that right. be a guilty pleasure Right, she was the biggest anyone? pop star in the world. Why yeah. is that a guilty pleasure? Exactly. Yeah. I think it's interesting, too, I was thinking about this before, that, um... My, or what? Not my. The queer community, my queer community, the queer community, um, is very, like, that's one of the only sort of realms in which you can sort of unabashedly stand a great female pop act. Mm -hmm. um, Agreed. So I guess that's nice. But the rest of the world needs to wake yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. Brenna, tell the people why Little Mix deserves more credit. Yeah, and I think they I, deserve I mean, we could, so much credit. I mean, I could talk about them all day. Mm -hmm. They're oh, this could easily turn into like the Little Mix show for sure. We can do a part two if we need to. I yeah, no, <laughs> I I think we've talked about it before, like in Glee and stuff. Um, how you know singing is stereotypically like a young girl thing. Like it's never, I want to, if a guy wants to be in the glee club, that's crazy. And the fact that it doesn't make any sense that male artists get more, like doesn't make any sense because they're theoretically, that's like a feminine thing. You shouldn't be doing that. But yet nobody really seems to like, I don't know, make fun of at least not anymore, which is good. I mean, I don't want people to make fun of men for singing, but like, why do they get more? It's just, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's all confusing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think with, like, BTS and stuff, they have very feminine voices, and they got made fun of for that. But then, mm -hmm. like, uh, it's just, it's a mess. <laughs> but in America, right? Because I feel like it's tailored 
I mean, I don't know, but it seems like it's tailored more for the Korean audience and so they don't have as much of an issue with the femininity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would definitely, definitely agree with that for sure. It seems like America really is the place where, like, as an artist, like, you have to be, like, hyper-masculine. Mm-hmm to be like accepted as like I guess like a male superstar right. and that just doesn't seem to be the case in other countries I know like Freddie Mercury yeah. um like there's so many I mean I guess Michael Jackson was a little bit it's more just youthful than feminine which is a whole other can of worms um but yeah it's very like America is good at like tearing people down for gender reasons Mm-hmm. Sadly. Mm-hmm. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I, 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 all, I also would say, like, with Michael Jackson, though, like, yes, like, he kind of, like, was in his own lane in a way, but I think that's why he got away with so many things that he got mm-hmm. away with when it came to, like, her, his uh, performance artistry. Because he was almost like this enigma. Like, he never fell into the category of, like, a male superstar. Yeah. And so I think that's why he was able to get away with so much. Like, you know, if you took, like, Justin Bieber or Jason Derulo and you just threw them into what a, things that Michael Jackson used to do, it wouldn't work at all. Mm. Oh, but Prince. Prince is a good one. Maybe he's a better one as an example other than Michael Jackson. I mean, not just, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think he got away with a lot of other things in his personal life because he was so talented and an enigma. But uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not discrediting him. He's a fantastic artist. Um, anyway, music is an enigma. That's, that's what we should title this episode. Oh, God. Music is the enigma. Okay, I want to hear you guys talk a little bit more more about Little Mix before we move on to Disney Girls, because my main exposure to Little Mix was just as, like, a One Direction fangirl, um, because they were from the same show, and there was Mm -hmm. some dating overlap, Mm -hmm. and it was just the same time. I listened to a lot of their stuff back then, um, and because, like, I also listened to Five Seconds of Summer, because Five Seconds of Summer made that transition to superstardom in America. I never really super thought about the fact that Little Mix hasn't done that. Um, And Mm -hmm. I don't know as much about them. Well, I think it's so weird that they... It's almost like they kind of started to blow up Mm -hmm. here and then it just, like, fizzled out. And there's been, like, multiple attempts for them to try to cross over and it just hasn't clicked for the American audience, I think for two reasons. I think one, management big time. And I think two, the fact that they're female, mm-hmm. which is basically what we're talking about today. And then three, I do think part of it has to do with their music. I think pop music in the UK is very different than pop music in America. Like I feel like in the UK, like it's very like unabashedly mm-hmm. pop. Mm-hmm. Whereas in America, there's always this, like, I'm not, like, really a pop star. Like, I'm, like, I'm rock pop, mm-hmm. you know? That's true. Yeah. I totally forgot about, I mean, I didn't forget, but we kind of, when Robbie and I were talking about this the other day, it was kind of 
Well, I don't know. It may have been you and Eclair. I don't remember. Whoever was talking about, about how, like, if BTS were female and, like, it's kind of like Little Mix. If, if Little Mix were male, they'd probably be as popular yeah. as BTS. And I didn't even think about the fact that they're literally yeah. on the same level as One Direction. They're both from the UK. Like, literally, they're on the same show. Uh, that, I don't know why I didn't put that together. Mm-hmm. But it's insane how big One Direction was. And they just completely... And they... I, I find... Yeah. Well... I don't know. And I, I think I they're way more talented. I think way more talented. <laughs> Literally, I was about to say that they are so much more talented and cohesive as a group. Yeah, it's insane. I think that Little Mix is easily one of, if not the greatest girl group of all time, just for the sake of how cohesive they yeah. are. Yeah. Well, they actually won, right? The X Factor um, and One Direction did not. Mm-hmm. So. Which is even worse. But yeah, I and I don't know if maybe I, I do remember wasn't Wings like on Glee? One of their songs was on Glee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you because I was so like off and on Glee. But Wings was like I don't know, like I remember when Wings came out in America, like there was they there was that whole like UK like wave that hit America. Yeah. It was like One Direction, Little Mix, Cher yeah. Lloyd. But only like Cher Lloyd did not stick and neither did Little Mix. Yeah. Neither did but Wings, I thought Wings was everywhere mm-hmm. when it first broke America, but it wasn't. It peaked at eighty seven. And that yeah. was like their highest peaking chart song on our chart. Mm. But I thought that it had peaked in the top 20. And I always was like, well, they had like a big hit here. Like, I don't understand what happened. But they really yeah. didn't. It yeah, just because the song's on Glee like, doesn't mean it's... <laughs> minds over like five seconds of summer in One Direction who thought yeah. it was this huge thing. But it wasn't. And I think I think that all of... I agree with like Little Mix being way more cohesive than One Direction. This doesn't need to be me hating on One Direction. I think Harry Styles is extremely talented, but I don't really think the rest are that talented. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and maybe that's just because he's the one that kind of rose to, to superstardom now. But mm-hmm. um, I... It just sucks because I've gotten in so much into K-pop kind of after I got into Little Mix. I got in like so big into K-pop and the girl group... Like girl groups are a foundation of K-pop and they are like the most and I've never but Little Mix is the same and the fact that like a group like Blackpink where like they don't write any of their own music it's all very like I know Little Mix doesn't necessarily but they do have a lot more say like K-pop typically the female groups do not have any real say in their music a lot of them um and so like mm-hmm. the fact that K-pop groups where the songs are not even in English are blowing up here over Little Mix where you can understand their lyrics like it just irritates me mm-hmm. and I love K-pop and I'm so glad it's coming here but like uh, and then granted they like BTS and Blackpink both just did songs in English and stuff and like all of that but like Little Mix has been doing songs in English because they speak English they're all fluent in English why haven't they come here yeah. why haven't and it's it's probably it's a, definitely a mix of their management but also the fact that you know, their gender. So that's fun. Um, mm-hmm. But funny story, I got back, back because I knew Wings was on Glee and I kind of listened to like a couple of their songs way back then when they first kind of came out. But then um, I didn't really get back into them until I heard Salute and it was on a wrestling pay-per-view. Like it was the song, it was, a, it was their first all-female pay-per-view. So it was like this big moment in wrestling where it was like all the women and they were so proud of it and it was awesome. And the song they used was Salute to promote it. And I was like, oh my God. What a great song. <laughs> and then I listened to them oh, after. That song is so good. 
And it was perfect because it was like lace up your boots and all these like women wrestlers who were so awesome. Um, and it was really cute. But and then I was like, damn, this is like the most feminist, these the, the most feminist music I've ever heard. And I love it so much. So they have some great feminism they're, bangers. They're so, good. so good. Yeah. Um, I, the feminist songs. Yeah. It, every album of theirs has at least two or three songs that's like yeah. pure like girl power. Mm-hmm. And it's so refreshing to see that because I also feel like they do such a good job of uh, writing it in a way that it doesn't feel like a novelty. Like it doesn't feel like a, all right, girls, like girl power, like let's all come together. It's like, bitch, I'm the bitch. Like I'm yeah. the bitch, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like I love it. Like so good and then they do so much for just feminism and uh, the overall empowerment of people just like in general like they are always talking about like you know the struggles that they've been to with feeling comfortable in their skin and you know how to uh, help you help yourself get to a place where you feel comfortable in your skin and They are all about, like, LGBT support and rights. I mean, Jade, I think it was last year, her birthday party, like, the theme of her birthday party was drag queens. And she came out dressed like a drag queen, looking awesome. Like, they just do so much for so many different groups of people. And they always stand up for people who sometimes can't stand up for themselves or don't want to. And I just feel like that level of like uh, whatever the word I cannot think of is should be respected mm-hmm. and acknowledged and yeah. credited and they just they, they don't get it here but in the UK they get Girl. it yeah. like every album is number one all of their singles are top tens like, and if you, look, if you look at their social media it would look like they're like the biggest like it just seems like they have so many the fans biggest, but yeah. they're not here like it's crazy they're not so. here Mm-hmm. And my, the other day when Robbie and I were talking about this, I was texting my friend about how I liked Little Mix's like new stuff more than Ariana's new stuff. And he was like, who's Little Mix? And I'm like, you were so into pop, but you don't know who Little Mix is. And it just made me so mad. <laughs> and it's not his fault, but it's still like, they, <laughs> anyway, we should move they on. They are but... <laughs> pop perfection too. <laughs> yeah. I, I like their new stuff better than Ariana's new stuff too. I know. I guess we want to talk about kind of, this kind of goes more into how female musicians also just kind of get treated like trash <laughs> as well. And mm-hmm. we're, I kind of brought up Miley cause she has kind of reinvented herself so much. And a lot of her newer stuff just seems very like underrated. And I don't know if that's because it's just me, like not as crazy fangirl about her as I was when I was 10, but I don't know. It just seems like not a lot of people, um, not like she's still a superstar, but it's just her newer stuff. I think during her like bangers phase, everyone was into her cause she was just there. And now she's doing more like, Really cool, fucking awesome stuff, but it's nobody really cares. It seems to me, but I don't know. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. What's her new song? Midnight. Min- yeah, yeah. Sky. I think. Midnight sky is the yeah. Midnight sky <laughs> or midnight road. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but it's really good and it's really unique. Yeah. And I've never heard her release a track like that, and. It is doing well, but also at the same time, it is really much so like flying under the radar. Yeah. And it deserves just as much 
attention as her bangers era, but it's not getting it. Yeah. My sister played me, I should have found the name of this song before we recorded, but um, there's this cover Miley did of a Blondie song, and her voice is incredible rock chick. Like, it's incredible rock chick capabilities shocked me. And, yeah, I just, I guess we should have known that she was capable of that, but I didn't. And it's really good. Well, I mean, even, like, even when... When Gaga first blew up, nobody knew she had the voice that she did, like, until she, you know, started branching out more, and I don't know, so. And now she's a freaking oh Oscar gosh, winner, so whatever. so many arguments <laughs> with people over her voice. Like, I, there was a teacher at Gibbons who I got into oh a major argument with over whether or not Lady Gaga could <laughs> sing. I can't remember his name. He was one of the English teachers. He had, like, I guess a doctorate. And he was, like, kind of monotone, kind of not. Do you know who I'm talking about? I, I feel mean, like you I might don't... have had him because you were one of the smart kids, and he taught the smart kids. You mean Mr. Friedman? Because <laughs> Mr. No, Friedman was my favorite no. teacher, okay? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was not Mr. Friedman. No, <sighs> I would not I would not place any disrespect on that man. Thank you. All um, right. Uh. But anyway, so I was arguing with him, and he was like, she can't sing. Like, she's just a pop star, whatever. And I was like... Are you insane? Same with, like, Kesha, too. Like, all of these pop stars can freaking sing. I mean, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, not all of them, but... (laughs) But most of them can. So I I don't know why it is that female musicians get the reputation of you can't sing, it's all production, when most of them can. Well, I do think Miley's, like, the climb era was not as cute as it could have been. Like, even there were some performances that just didn't go very well, but I almost wonder now if it's because somebody else was choosing the types of songs she was singing, um, and that sort of played into it. Because, I mean, Homegirl, I mean, that's usually real what life it is. godmother, is Dolly Parton. Like, she has good music taste. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You can't come from that that father and... Dolly Parton's influence. Not that, mm-hmm. that there she's the child of them, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I yeah. got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that happens uh, a lot of the times. I've noticed a lot of artists where their initial music that they release, like it, there's just something about it that feels off, almost like why are you trying to hit those higher mm-hmm. notes or those lower notes, like definitely not in your register. And once they've been out for a second and they get that creative control, like their music totally shifts and it's always for the better. Kesha. That was a whole other terrible, that poor, poor girl. But Mm. yes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, My friend's dad is obsessed with with Kesha. Really? (laughs) Mm -hmm. My dad's obsessed with Taylor Swift. (laughs) And Lady Gaga. He's always been like, I love my dad's music taste. It's great. Um, my dad is not. <laughs> we get into arguments all the time. Like, I literally showed him, uh, not to go back to Little Mix, but I showed him a performance of Little Mix where they killed it. It was the uh, Woman Like Me at the Brit Awards. Literally a Super Bowl performance in five minutes. And at the end of it, I was like, was that not incredible? Like, amazing. <laughs> and he was like, I mean, they're clearly very talented, but I don't know, like, I just don't really like it when girls get on stage and just gyrate. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And I literally left. 
Well, that's speaking a lot of, of people, gyrating. People still have that view. Speaking of this, yeah. yeah. Miley's like, God, I remember my parents reacting to her. It was the VMAs, right? Her VMAs performance mm-hmm. um, with the twerking. With Robin Thicke. It was all over the news Ooh. for like days. And I know that she said in some interviews that she didn't like show her legs because so many people said she had chicken legs. She didn't show her legs for like mm. at least a year afterwards, which, oh my God, poor girl. Can you imagine? I can't. Mm. Um, and just, you know, immediately my parallel that I had in my mind was Elvis with his like TV performances with his hip movements and it was like super sexual and old people were scandalized, but he was never, like, talked about as this disgusting thing. Um, mm-hmm. He was just hot as fuck and, like, you know, maybe a dangerous influence, but it was like a cool bad boy thing, not like this lame yeah. wannabe individual. And, like, that sucks. It really does suck. It's so weird because it, it's happened to every female artists Mm -hmm. in the game they wear something racy and those listening can't hear me i put that in quotes (laughs) because it's not really racy like they could come out in something that's like barely barely showing anything and people like rip them to shreds because they're too slutty and they're promoting promiscuity and like all of this other stuff and it's like no they came out there looking bomb and they killed a performance and they didn't really do anything. Yes, there are times where there are artists, both male and female, that come out and you're like, that was a lot <laughs> and you need to tone I it need down. to take a breath. But for step. the most part <laughs> <laughs> But for the most part they don't. Yeah. Like they just do whatever. And if you watch their Brits performance, I no, like in my gut, both of you would watch it and you'd be like, why would your dad say that? Like they barely did anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But women are just held to this like really weird standard. Yep. I mean, they could come out in a cardigan and a dress down to their ankles and people would still pick them <laughs> for something. I, think I mean, remember when Michelle Obama wore that crazy sh- sleeveless dress? <laughs> well, she really was turning heads then. <laughs> I I think another thing with it's I mean a lot of times it is unfortunately happened to these child actresses um like Demi freaking had a drug addiction or has a drug addiction mm-hmm. whoops Demi mm-hmm. literally has a drug addiction like people tear to shred I think now it's a little people maybe are a little bit better about it but like oh my god um yeah. you know and like the abusers of the world yeah, still I- get people listening to their music I literally can't like like who Chris Brown mm-hmm. Chris Brown fell right off that cliff for me when that happened I was a child when that happened and even I was like uh-uh and I Same. yeah I can't tell you how many people I know who still like listen to his music and jam to his music and every time I'm in the car with them or around them I will turn it off and flip to something else and sometimes I'll get a little bit of attitude and I'm like he's literally a monster and they're like but he apologized i'm like yeah but his behavior never got any better mm-hmm. he was yeah. rude disrespectful through tantrums destroyed things on multiple occasions and also i look at them and i'm like if rihanna was your friend 
would you still support him? And they're like, but she forgave him. I'm like, it's not about her. She has every right to forgive whoever she wants. Would you forgive him? Because if someone beat my friend, okay, Mm -hmm. and he or she decided to forgive them, that's your prerogative. But you're my girl, and I will not forgive him. I will not support him. I just don't understand the mentality of like, oh, it's like, whatever. Yeah. It's so weird. Well, it's not like he's starving. And also, like, do you, like, that's putting money into the pockets of someone who can hurt other people is, like, one of the most dangerous things you can do. And he was my first crush. And I am responsible enough to stand back. So people, you know, learn a lesson. Mm -hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking a little bit about media abuse and like being ridiculed and obviously that makes me think of Britney Spears because I don't know about you guys but I have like a vivid childhood memory of the toxic music video which I think was one of her phases of being like considered too sexual and to be fair like that moment was kind of like a sexual awakening for me personally Uh, But I think part of it is because we are told, like, certain things of women are off limits and, like, women shouldn't behave in a certain way. So we're almost, like, programmed by our culture to react to that stuff in a maybe not always positive way. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you guys have any memories of her as a kid that are relevant? Oh, I do. (laughs) Um, (laughs) My first memory of Britney Spears was when I was, like, I don't know. I was probably, like maybe six maybe (laughs) and I had uh for my birthday I got the what were they called like hit clips (gasps) I think it's what they were called yeah where it was Mm -hmm. sort of like a bluetooth earpiece yep (laughs) it wasn't actually bluetooth it just like kind of looked like one and you had like this little almost like sd card that you popped into it and it had one song on each I think I had had I had a Britney one too these cards and it was Britney Spears's overprotected was the only card I ever had. And my <laughs> six-year-old self literally sat there in bed every single night with my hip, hip clip on my ear and just repeat, repeat, I love repeat, how repeat, that repeat, song that's not even like one of the Spears. huge, huge hits was the only one you had. I love that. <laughs> well, it's so, it, that's what came with the hit clip, which is why I only ever got the one. But I, I, it is weird, by far not one of her biggest songs, but... For whatever reason, they sold it in the hit clip bundle. <laughs> and ironic was the topic of our discussion that that was the song. Because a lot of people don't think she has any agency in her career. Yeah. I She doesn't anymore mm-hmm. uh, because of everything going on with her conservatorship and all of that stuff. Y'all don't even know. Like, I know the ins and outs, everything about her oh, legal I've battles. To, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's insane. But a lot of people do not give her the credit that she deserves from her early career. I would say pre-2007 mm-hmm. is when, like, I guess, like, the breakdown is when it kind of started to happen. Um, but she had so much creative control. Like, even earlier on in her career when people wouldn't expect it, like, the Oops, I Did It Again music video, like that red latex suit that is so iconic, mm-hmm. that was her choice. Like they were on the set for the music video and they dressed her and she said, ew, I don't want to wear this. This is the kind of thing I want to wear. Mm-hmm. And they put it together on the spot. Wow. And she mm-hmm. was like, yes, this is exactly what I want. Wow. Icon. 
Yeah. God, there's so many iconic looks in that music video. Okay. Um, but, okay, so I, in our notes at least, I put, um, just sort of a few thoughts I had about the way her breakdown was covered, um, and I feel like, based on everything she went through, it's totally understandable that she had, like, a breaking point. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people kind of flip out and go through a lot less. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy to me that it that people were surprised. Yeah. I think that I kind of equate that to in terms of like, I don't know, those like, what year was it? That was it? It kind of started in 2007 and then the conservatorship okay. happened in 2008. Yeah, I was thinking about like kind of equating it to Tom Cruise's sofa moment where it's like, that's kind of funny. But like, and people can make fun of that all the time, but also people make fun of what happened to her. And I don't think that's fun. Like, it's just, it's like, it kind of, people seem to equate those two moments. I don't know if they happen around the same time. Maybe. This is just my little, how old were we in 2007? I don't know. But (laughs) um, I think that it's just, there's always this split between um, when, you know, men go crazy. It's just their men and their impulsive whatever, but like. Not saying she went crazy, but that's how people equated it. It was like, she lost her mind. She went crazy. And so it's just mm-hmm. people, I mean, for women, it's like, oh, she's just hysterical. But a man, oh, that's just like normal. He does that all the time. It's like, okay, well. <laughs> Which is crazy, too, to think about, like, as an adult, adult, whatever. I'd use air quotes this time. Um, <laughs> like. As a kid, seeing all that stuff, I just thought that's how the world worked. Like, there were normal people and there were crazy people. But, like, now I know and have personally experienced, like, mental health is a thing. And when you see someone actually going through that, it's almost terrifying, like, because of the way it's been covered in the news. But then once you actually go through it, it's just kind of like a thing that happens. And it happens to a lot of people. So it blows my mind that the people who covered this and the adults who were, like, running things at the time let that happen. I am very disappointed in them. Yeah. It is very disappointing to, like, as an adult, go back and see the way that she was treated because it was so unfair. I mean, she Mm -hmm. was clearly going through a lot. And for the public to just not give her the space that she needed I think a big reason that contributed to uh, her widely publicized breakdown was that she is the artist that transitioned from pre-social media stuff Mm -hmm. to the beginning of social media and paparazzi yeah Yeah. I mean you look at paparazzi way back in the day they didn't operate the same way that they did when Britney Spears first rose Mm-hmm. So she was the one that got, I guess you could say, like, experimented on with how much the paparazzi and the media could push yeah. to get yeah. what they wanted. I mean, there was that one video, it literally breaks my heart, where she's, like, literally on the sidewalk, sitting down, crying, just asking them to leave her alone, and they won't. Yeah. Mm. God. But then she picks up an umbrella and she's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I know. Can you imagine if we had like documentation of like from her POV? Mm. I'd pay big money. 
this has turned into this was originally supposed to be like underrated female musicians but it definitely has turned into why female <laughs> musicians have the worst lives <laughs> i mean i think the two go hand in hand they do they mm-hmm. do and sadly it's not just the musicians like that whole thing with britney makes me think of um princess Di and everything mm-hmm. she went through i mean she's dead because of paparazzi yeah literally and there was a, uh, an article that came out, I saw it today, I think it came out this week, where, like, it's starting to come out that uh, that famous interview that she gave, where she basically, like, confessed to, like, cheating and all of that stuff. Like, apparently, like, in the interview, she was fed, like, a lot of lies to mm. try to, like, appeal to her to get certain things to come out. Yeah. And it's just starting to break that BBC knew that they were all lies. Wow. That's wild. So gross. Mm-hmm. Mm. I bet the boys are pissed. At least they have the assets to deal with that justly. Anyways, should we, um, who do, do you guys want to get in before we round things up? Because we have a few more people in our little outline. I think... Yeah, um, I, I feel like... Go ahead. I was just going to say, I want to talk about Carly Rae Jepsen for a sec. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Please, please. <laughs> no, just like, I wonder how many, I wonder how many people that we can go through that have like had one, like Rebecca Black. Have you seen some of her, like she got torn to, sh- obviously like her parents like paid for that Friday music video to be made. Like it was all like, she was a child, but she got torn to shreds. And all the stuff. And I know mm. she wasn't necessarily like a music. I don't know. Is she still a musician now? I'm not exactly sure. I know she's like a YouTuber, but. She's yeah, TikTok. she's like. Okay. She's like a YouTube okay. musician. But like, I just I just thought of that because Call Me Maybe felt like <laughs> Friday, but more mm-hmm. like produced. But um, I think yeah, that. professional. I think that like, I mean, that song was a monster, monster hit, but it, it was a hit because it was just so easy to make fun of because of just the lyrics. But it was like a cute pop song. It's fine. But she has put out so much stuff, like, so much great stuff, and people, like, ugh, they only want to focus on, oh, she's such a bad, it's kind of the same, um, same thing as when people, like, Gaga or Miley, like, change up their, their repertoire and show us that they're actually talented, even though their pop stuff is very, you know, great too, but, like, they show us they can actually mm-hmm. belt out a note, um, but people just want to focus on, um, you know, the one stupid summer pop song that they put out that <laughs> oh that yeah. song <laughs> i think i think it's really sad that people do that because carly ray jepson is so talented i mean she writes all yeah. of her stuff and she's won well actually i was gonna say awards she hasn't really won any awards but like she always makes like year endless or decade endless or like yeah. she always gets amazing reviews on her music like yeah critically like Carly Rae Jepsen is massive like when she's getting ready to do an album like every music news source is like waiting and ready because they all know like she's about to deliver like pop perfection yeah but it just doesn't do anything I mean it does for me (laughs) yeah (laughs) for sure (laughs) Like, I'm sitting there at 11.50, and I'm like, 10 more minutes. Oh, my God, Carly Rae. I think... <laughs> Before it comes out. Another one on this list. Is it Bebe? Rexa? Is that how you pronounce it? 
Bebe. Bebe. Okay. So she opened for the Jonas Brothers, and I saw them, and like I didn't know really who she was. Like I knew she had like I think it was "I'm a Mess" was like the only song I knew. But like she started singing all these songs that she wrote that I had no idea, like absolutely none that are huge hits too that she doesn't get any credit for really. Like she's, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that because so many of these artists write so, like, like one of the songs on Blackpink's album is like. Ariana helped write it. Like it's just so weird how all of these different musicians kind of align, but you never you never hear like she wrote this song unless she, unless her voice is in it at all, which some songs she is, but like you never hear any of that stuff. It's just kind of mm-hmm. you know, this song could have been hers, but she wrote it and she didn't I don't know, didn't use it and then they used it and now her name is like in the credits somewhere, but nobody knows. I don't know. I mean, I guess that yeah. happens with any It's like uh... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's like Jesse J with uh, mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus's "Party in the USA." Like she wrote yep. that. Yeah, which that song like, well, I'm pretty sure is probably very so. popular right now. <laughs> oh, for sure. That for fuck sure. Donald Trump and "Party in the USA." I think are shooting up the charts on iTunes right now. Um, if iTunes they still exists, I think it does. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> it does. I just bought Little Mix's new album. Came okay. out two days ago. Because I have Apple Music, but yeah, like I didn't I ha- really know if iTunes still existed. I don't know. It's just... Yeah, iTunes is still okay. there. I use it on occasion. Little Mix is like on the short list where like when they release something, I buy yes. it. I do not stream it. Do I it. buy it. I'm like, I want, take my numbers, take my money, please. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. That's great. <laughs> I don't know. Who else? Who else should we talk about on this list? Anybody? Um, One person I did want to like highlight, which it's unnecessary to highlight because she doesn't even do music anymore. But like, I really feel like Bridget Mendler did not have the music career that she deserved at all. Yeah. That album was so good. I agree. It was so good. I mean, the ballads on it were so beautiful and they had like a maturity level of like a post Disney artist. (laughs) Yeah. I just think she deserved the world and she didn't get it. I don't know about you, but I still listen to Ashley Tisdale's first album. <laughs> obviously, it's not. Oh, for sure. Obviously, he it's said, not very said, like. <laughs> oh my god! He said, "She said is a bop." But yeah, so many of those it's Disney epic. girls like when... are so <clears throat> fucking talented. Um, so talented. Yeah. Even Selena Gomez, I feel like she doesn't get a lot of credit because, like, she doesn't have the greatest voice in the world. And I'm like, you know what? But she does a lot with what she's got. Isn't I don't I doubt this is still the case, but she was the most followed person on Instagram. Is that still a thing? Like she's so people I, love I think, her. I think someone else took it over, but yeah, at one point yeah. she was the most followed person on Instagram. And I wonder how much Which of, is insane. Like I wonder how much of all that has to do with like being so closely tied to Justin Bieber or not. Like I don't know. Because she was still so like I just wonder about mm. that, you know? Cause even her stuff now like of that. I don't know. What? Um, sorry, I just think her Spanish speaking also plays into it. Because I know a That's lot a of soccer point. players are um, in that top 10. I think that her, like, she is just so, um, with like her beauty brand that she just put out that is getting like great reviews because, first of all, it's like all like inclusive for people that have arthritis or stuff. Like, it's all, I'm just like, nobody thinks of that. Like, packaging that, you know, is just easy to open, like stuff like that, and certain things that she thinks of, and the fact that oh. she, you know, had a kidney 
um, replaced when one of her friends donated a kidney mm-hmm. to her. Like, there's just so many little things that she seems mm-hmm. like an amazing person. But, um, you yeah. know, yeah, I do wonder how many of, like, these things have to do with the men that have been in their lives, you know? <sighs> yeah. Because <laughs> even now, Ugh, like, obviously... Like think about it. I know. Even now, like, obviously with, with Rare, like, it's about just, like, a lot of, I mean... I don't know. <laughs> like, I wonder just how many people. Okay, the, the one thing I will say yes. about Selena Gomez <laughs> that does frustrate me a little bit about her. <laughs> this doesn't feel like an appropriate podcast episode to critique an artist, but I'm just going to throw it out there. <laughs> the one thing I don't love is that obviously she had that such a close tie with Justin. And she was always asked, you know, how are you and Justin? You guys broke up. What's going on? Yada, yada, yada. And she was always like, I'm done with that. Like, I'm my <laughs> own person. Like, why do people always bring it up? But it seems yeah. like every time she releases music, it's something else that's, like, <laughs> dragging out the Justin Bieber storyline. And I'm kind of like, okay, I get it. Like, you have every right to still feel this yeah. way. But, like, also, you can't complain about it when people bring it up. Like, I think with, with, like, Taylor, like, she, like, like everyone knows and she makes it known this music is about, like, these, like, it's just very obvious and there's no, like, yeah. hiding it. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, yeah. But Taylor did her songs and uh, kept it moving. Yeah. Selena's had one guy write her Taylor music. Taylor has had, like, five, for five literally albums. Literally so many. Uh, I love it. Anyway. Uh. This is fun. <laughs> I feel like I need wine. But right? We should, have a, we should start yeah, a book maybe club. A couple shots of Juarez. <laughs> well, we could do a part two with drinking. Yeah. Oh. That sounds fun. <laughs> that sounds fun. That sounds like you guys would get very annoyed with me. Like if you didn't, if you don't think I didn't shut up this time after a couple drinks, like you will definitely be like, oh my god. <laughs> Well, Brent and I are both definitely lightweight, so I don't know about the easy that. way to. No, I'm just kidding. I'm very lightweight. You don't think you're <laughs> okay? <laughs> I'm definitely a lightweight. Like I have one double, and I'm like oh off my, my rocker. Depends on how much mac and cheese I've eaten that night. <laughs> oh, I, well, well, when you go out drinking, it's always like I just you don't, don't eat, eat for like four I'm days like ahead of time. Yeah, no. yeah. No, please do yeah. not do that. Uh. <laughs> Well, sounds right. like a date. Um, <laughs> sounds like we're all we going into our bangers phase. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm ready for it. I've got the outfits planned. All right. <clears throat> Yay. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening, people. Um, let us know who we miss. I mean, you can name so many. Yeah, seriously. There's a lot yeah. that we didn't get to, but that's for our part two, I guess. For our yeah, part two. Just dragging it out. I mean you can never have too many content ideas, so it's true. Exactly. Okay. Well bye. All right. Well thank you guys so much for having me. Of yeah. course. You wanna you wanna plug I enjoyed anything? It. <laughs> oh yeah. Um feel free to follow me on my Instagram at Robbie Romancic, R O B B I E R U R U M A N S I K. Nice. Um, I don't post often, <laughs> uh, maybe once every few months, but I'd love an extra like now and again. Wow. There you go. <laughs> that was such an honest pitch. 
<laughs> was an honest Thank bitch. Thank you. I, honesty is the best policy. I never use this platform, but might as well follow me, man. <laughs> might as well. Fo- it's what I got. I mean, some people want to follow people that never use a Like, I don't want to see 500 photos yeah. in one day, you know? Anyway. Oh, true. I think I had a bad dream the other day that I accidentally posted, like, 10 things at once. <laughs> That's how you can tell my social media management job is taking over my life. Okay. Yep. I run an Instagram account for my boss that we post three times a day. So, I I can't imagine. I look at Instagram and I I have pictures because I went to the mountains recently and I have so many pictures and I'm like, oh, these are cute. And I just look at it and I'm like, I just don't even have the energy, no <laughs> desire, nor motivation to even touch it. Honestly, more people should be like you. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's sheer laziness. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Yay. Peace out, bitches. Peace out. Biden. Peace out. Leave, Brit- leave, leave Britney alone. Leave Britney vomit. alone. <laughs> yeah, leave Britney alone and also free her. Yes. Okay. Jamie Spears, sir, if you ever hear this, you need to step it back, okay? <laughs> she doesn't want you running her life. Thank you. Yep. They are av- the Spears Period. family are avid listeners to this podcast, so. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised. Thanks for listening. If you liked the episode, feel free to give us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. You can follow us on Twitter at ObsessNaturally or email us at anobsessivenature at gmail.com. Perfect. (laughs) 